One Man Revolution, Volume 4, Episode 19. again back on a friday night live from the bunker it is the one man revolution podcast i am your host the revolutionary and i'm joined by the comrade and wanderer and the librarian and the pragmatist and stone staff oh there he is from the life on podcast oh it has been 128 days since the current regime has stolen power. And this week, man, so much has happened. I mean, the GQP, I mean, ah, uh, uh, I need a beverage. That's <laughs> the level at which we're at this week. Oh, someone's in California. Son of a. <laughs> Uh, he makes his own. All I right. F- I so. feel like this would be if, if we did not have alcohol for the show, if we if we had California substances, yeah. it would be a very different show. Yeah, I would be so angry. I would go this from week. I would go from so angry to so incredibly cool. angry. That's true. We have to be nice to our GQP friends. <laughs> we should be accepting and just like let him in. Yeah. Oh, no, these guys are harsh at our vibe. No, 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 no. no. I'm drinking the appropriate Florida man uh, from <laughs> from Cigar City. It is a it is a nice little IPA out of Tampa, Florida. Drink local, comrade. I have the Firemaker Brewing uh, Space Dragon Mission Three Double nice. IPA. Yeah, it's out of the ATL. So, oh, is that where it's from? Cool. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Wanderer. Nice, nice, very good, very good. Very local. Very local. Uh, wa- uh, the librarian? Uh, I'm drinking a whiskey and Coke. Ah, hey. Right from Atlanta. There you go. A Coca-Cola. librarian of culture, I see. <laughs> uh, pragmatist? I'm drinking iced tea, but yes. I'm consuming a nice cannabis combination, cannabis and hemp THC CBD strain with cherry pie terpene <laughs> complex. Excellent. <laughs> That sounds like a craft beer. Damn it, California. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, fellow traveler, Mr. Stafford, sir, what are you Uh, drinking? I have a Simply Limeade. Oh, very good. A pink Whitney vodka from Florabama. Oh, from Florabama. There it's right there. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, this week, so many wonderfully horrible things have happened. Whether it's the the GQP deciding that they don't want any investigation into the uh, the the one six insurrection, which they just call tourism, uh, all the way through to Matt Gates saying oh things God. in live speeches that would also be considered 
inflammatory to uh, Marjorie Trader Green saying that, you know, if it's not Jewish space lasers, it's that it's, she feels like uh, she's going through the Holocaust right now. I mean, everything's on fire. And then the reason why Stone's here, we're not all happy. <laughs> <laughs> with President Biden's performance either, no, which, certainly not. which is something that a podcast that would be, you know, following the former president wouldn't do because they would all be just, you know, ski polling away on the GOP, you know, so for me. Uh, it, it's, you know, it, the re, you know, it's one of those things that drives me absolutely crazy when you hear uh, our, our president say things like, well, we really need to stand behind Israel uh, because they are our ally. And it's like, well, you, we give them billions of dollars for their weapons to ethnically cleanse the land they don't own. But that's beside the point. So there's so many things we could talk about this week. <laughs> Uh, there's tech news. There's, it's just, I don't even know where it's again this week. I don't know where to start. Can we start with shooting the internet? What? <laughs> I mean, Matt Gates called for people to start shooting the internet. Yeah. You got a point there. Yeah. So we could, I mean, yeah. So I'm familiar with that. Story. So he, uh, I, I don't know that one either. <laughs> so he was in Georgia, I yeah. believe yeah. made in Georgia. And uh, he was given some sort of a, a, a America First rally speech, and he and he goes on to say something along the lines of, "This cancel culture of the, of the internet denizens cannot stop us. Uh, uh, Silicon Valley can't hold this movement back. And you know what? We have a Second Amendment, and we have a responsibility to exercise it. Which, I mean." Shooting a series of tubes is exciting and all, but I I don't I don't know what he thinks he can accomplish. Like, uh, do, do, do I think he got his IT certification from that one South Park episode, where <laughs> where there's just one big router and if you go shoot it, everything's fine. I don't I don't get it. It's. I mean, they've already had. They someone tried shooting up the YouTube headquarters last year. But that's not going to stop YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> if only, though. If like, only. Oh my gosh! You yeah. Killed Jerry. You know. <laughs> yeah. But but it's 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 one of those things. So here in the state of Florida, uh, Ron Death. I'm sorry, DeSantis, our governor. Yeah. Uh, he signed into law last week an anti. I don't even know what to call it because it's so horrible. Anti-science. It's it's anti-cancellation. It's it's basically an anti-cancellation bill, which you know when you're talking about the internet, where if Facebook doesn't want you on it, they are a private corporation. They have a series of rules called the, called their terms of service, and if you violate the terms of service, you can be thrown off of their platform. Mm -hmm. It's a private company. It's not. It doesn't follow the same rules as FCC. Uh, you know, what? broadcasting. Now, even if you want to say they should do that. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. The biggest irony of all of this is is the Democrats have been calling for years to regulate the Internet as a utility, ensuring free, equal access, well, equal access for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And the Republicans have been, no, we can't do that. No, that'll get in the way of the Internet, doing what the Internet needs to do for good business. We, it, we can't have the government hampering uh, uh, ingenuity and growth. And the moment... They need 
some level of fair and equal access, they don't get it because they dug their own grave. Wow. It's incredible. Wanderer. So I just heard about like some of a detail of it today about however they worded it. Um, they then had to put an exemption in for Disney or theme parks. <laughs> like Why? the law was so sweeping and broad, I guess, against like internet platforms that something and it qualified Disney and they pitched a fit when they saw it. <laughs> uh, and so now like if you read it, it says there's like an exemption for theme parks. And I'm like, how how like junked up is this law that you wrote it so badly you had to put an exemption for theme parks? Yeah. So why are they exempt? That's rude. That's rude too. I mean the the whole idea is if you have a terms of service and and even the uh, you know, even the governing body of Facebook, which they're calling it the Supreme Court of Facebook, we've talked about a few weeks ago, they said, you know, you can't just remove people without giving them a timeline of whether or not they can get back on. But you in know. Florida, you can drive through them. <laughs> <laughs> That's legal now. That's a court. Well, that's protest, but yes, absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get oh my God. Yeah. It's Florida right. stuff. Yeah. We have a lot of horrible laws down here. Don't come south, Stone. That's all I have to yeah. say. It's uh, the grass is not greener here. It's mostly I mean, just I'm only weeds. One state right above you, so. I'm- <laughs> but you're a world away. <laughs> <laughs> this, I, this is true. Yeah. So, so here's uh, here's what the wanderer was talking about. Um, the the bill is called uh, SB seven zero seven two for the Florida House of Representatives. Um, the exemption is uh, for, quote, any information service, system, internet search engine, or access software provider operated by a company that owns and operates a theme park or large entertainment complex. <laughs> Basically, this is to make sure that Disney Plus doesn't, quote, doesn't get caught up in this, uh, according to Representative Blaze Ingoglia. <laughs> The person's name is Blaze. I mean, B L A I S E in Goglia. In Goglia? In I don't know. Uh, yeah. But again, this goes to show that laws are not written to help people. Laws are no. written for the greatest donors. And this is just because Disney makes so much money for the state that they can't piss Disney off. Yeah, they don't have to pay a lot of taxes either. No, I don't think Disney pays taxes. They have their own entity. Rain? It's called Rainy Creek. That's yeah. rain. Is it raining? Yeah. Weird. Wait, what is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't have rain? I don't think that's no, rain. Uh, no. That's Florida rain. Just out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere, it lasts for 15 minutes, and then it's over. Well, the whole weekend's supposed to be rainy. No, it's not raining. Is it not rain? No. Just well, it wouldn't be Memorial Weekend, right? Is it Memorial Weekend? I think it is Memorial Weekend. Yeah. Hit hit pause. I got to find out what that is. Hold, please. <gasps> I opened the hatch and there was water coming down. Whew. It was oh. very loud. I'm like, what the heck is that? I didn't know. Wow, that's a lot of rain. All right. So it, it, was, just, it was just a weird noise. And I'm like, what is going on? Have they finally found us? Are they finally dropping bombs on us? Is that the end of us? You know, and then just it winks out and just, you yeah. don't see us anymore. Oh. Yeah. You know, as, as rare Who as that? it is, it's when Carl. I get rain out here, I treat it the same way. I go, what is that strange sound? Yeah, exactly. And then we go outside and go, there is water falling <laughs> out of the sky. <laughs> it's rain. It's rain. Exactly. So, yeah. So, to, you know, for, so the stoic joins late. Hello. <laughs> 
We we have. I was worried we were going to have a thin crew tonight, but it's oh, no. rather robust. I was prepared. <laughs> this is excellent. Hey, and the. Not in the olden days where if you weren't nope. there in person, nope. you weren't there. Go, go, go ahead, Stoic. Oh, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying well, to give you the intro, man. Well, we'll fix your name so that just you're... To, yeah. Just just, to there you go. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Exciting rain uh, happening above us here in the state of Florida. But see, we talk We talk about Disney. Yeah. And that's and the what The rain happens. comes. Yeah. It's like thunder yeah. and lightning. And it's, it's like, yeah, it's like against uh, Sky Daddy or something. It's weird. They control the weather. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the parks. Pudge controls the weather. We all know that. They get really like, ponchos. Yeah, that's right. So they can sell ponchos. That's true. So, yeah. So this, this internet law that's says you know and basically they're saying that uh you know it's against people who speak from the right and i can tell you as a person that speaks from the left uh i get fewer i mean i i've been trying an experiment for the past what is it 28th past 28 days uh and my posts are not being seen by any of my conservative friends and i've been doing a post every day and none of them are seeing any of my posts so locked you? Uh, yes, I did. I actually asked a few of them, and they, they literally had to go to my profile to see that it hasn't been in their feed. Because the algorithms are built in such a way so that you only see the news that they that, that you want to see because you interact with it. And even though my friends who are on the former president 45 side have interacted with a ton, a ton of my posts. They're not seeing it because it's not a political post. I'm just posting ridiculously simple things. Is that why you've been posting the every single day? Yep. Okay. Yep. Every day. They don't like those posts. (laughs) No, they they don't see the posts. They might even say hate these posts. No, no, but 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 remember the 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 point of the algorithm is to keep you on the website longer. Yeah. The more you're on the website, the more ads you see, the right. more ads you see, the more they get paid. Yeah. And they so, don't care if you're agitated or excited. Well, nope. but but agitated, it has been shown through a huge amount of data is is the most likely to keep you involved. Because if you're angry, you have to tell somebody something. Yep. And I did not know that. <laughs> and did you know did you know that you know in the same way that when you gamble, losing. Yep. yep. Provides the most endorphin rush. Yep. Of, of, you know, more than winning. Absolutely. So, so the more you lose, the more it makes you want to gamble. Right. Yep. So, right. Interesting. It's yeah. almost like there's a science to it or something. <laughs> kind of like, da- like dating, Dan. <laughs> Mark Dan, that. When I did my, uh, my 15-day pro-Trump experiment, I on purpose engaged both sides so that I can, so the algorithm would be me you know, not just a lopsided thing. That's why I purposely, it, you know, it made me sick to my stomach, but yeah. I still, you know, that's why I did it. Yeah, Stone's 15, 15 day uh, experiment was just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Um, I and, forgot about that. Yeah, the results of that, you know, basically were you could see the other side, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is disgusting. It's right. But I think to that, right, it's, it's a matter of, and, and that's what that's what's so interesting, right? Is if it weren't if we weren't in the middle of such a divisive time in, in this country's politics, it wouldn't be a big deal to be to like go back and forth. Like it, it wouldn't be such a thing that we would be like, oh, I can't believe you'd be able to do that. Like 
it's just a matter of what is positively reinforced in your day to day, which is perfectly normal. That's how it should be. Like we should all have an open enough mind to if we interact with somebody who reasonably presents a point of view that should have validity in, in, in your worldview until it's proven one way or the other to be either false or harmful. Yeah. Uh, when, but when I was in, in high school, the debate team, you could say debate this side of the issue and then switch and say debate that side of the issue. Yeah. And everybody knew how to do that. Well, that's that. But that's that an actual that debate. Now. Yeah. we Yeah. Back in my day. Back, back, I, I mean, there still are debate. There still are debate teams that do that and they're still very good at it. But it, it's something that. Uh, so, and, I, and I blame. Ready? I blame the Internet. Uh, I, I blame the internet for for making people feel more informed than they actually are, and for making people come to the conclusion that they're more knowledgeable about debate as a structure of argument than they have any right to feel that they are. Uh, it, it's incredibly frustrating, and my one of my favorite things to do is to go, "Oh, that argument's a logical fallacy," and say nothing else. Like, don't actually like refute what they're saying. Just. Yep. That's a logical fallacy. Oh, that one is too. And so is that one. And this one is too. Oh, look, a false equivalency. Yep. Oh, straw man <laughs> argument? How clever. Uh, it's, yeah, it's wild. I actually got in a brief spat with a liberal friend who posted some information that may or may not have been true. Right. But when I said, what are your sources for this? Please cite your sources. He said, it's pretty common knowledge. Oh, and I said, I said, that's the equivalent of saying people are saying. Yeah. Just Google it, man. You'll or find it real fast. That. And he said, well, you can Google it for yourself. There it is. That's not yeah. the way it works. No. <laughs> you put the stuff up. You yep. back it up. I don't care if it's left or right. Well, that's, that's the core. Up, I'll listen to you. But if you don't, you're just like them. That's, that's the core element of any, any like for, uh, polite argument is the person make, drawing the conclusion has the, uh, the uh, responsibility of evidence. If you are if you are making a statement, you must back it up. It is not your listener's responsibility to refute your statement. Yeah, and that's what we've all lost. Yeah, it's well, it's I mean, wild. I think a lot of it is laziness. Um, yeah, I mean, my thing, like in the music industry, you know, I've been a music publisher for like fifteen years, which is probably the most difficult thing in music to understand. But people will not; they'll ask <laughs> with Google. And the thing is. If you if you trust the resource that you're asking, then you don't feel the need to do further resource because you feel that the resource you're getting that information from is trustworthy. Right. And of course, everyone being human, we're all fallible. So that's that's a lot of that's a lot of the big problem. Like for people who do watch CNN or Fox or whatever, if Fox said it, then it must be yep. gospel. Yep. Know? And and oh, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Stoic. Well, um, to to the fellow travelers' point. Um, once again, I'm going to reference John Oliver. Um, I think his his last episode was about local news. Yes. And, um, and he really highlighted just, well, this was specifically about advertising on local news, but it still ties into the belief that if you come from mid to small town America, your local news source is, is extremely, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just it's just what you trust more than anything else. It's very very easy to believe what's what the local news says, and so without much question, you kind of that demographic is susceptible to purchasing products, believing what's being reported mm-hmm. on the local news. So I, I to, feel to, like to the fellow 
I, I know we got a lot of people. Just one last quip. Uh, I feel like the local news is the last bastion of real television journalism. <laughs> but it's not, and well, here's the problem. Yeah, well, what, what the what the Stoic is 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 referring to, and then we'll get up to the to the wanderer, and then to the to the pragmatist. Uh, is John Oliver did kind of an expose on the purchased medical. Uh, you know, re- the, the, it was kind of some kind of medical. Basi- no, basically, it's false advertising right. through a, right. a, 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 yeah. a sponsored spot on the local news channel. Right. Yeah, and so what ends up happening is you can sponsor anything, and if you're, it's coming from the right source, you can just put it on there, and they'll get the medical correspondent or the local food correspondent or any of the correspondents to make it legitimate. And they spent like two grand and got it on three <laughs> major stations. You know, on three major stations around the country yep. with a blanket that increases vaginal health. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which in and of itself is very vague. Yeah, which is completely vague. No, no the, yeah. the pseudoscience they were throwing out was absolutely phenomenal because yeah. it was something about like uh, the iron in the blood being uh, uh, pulled toward the magnetized by and, the blanket. It was but, but my personal favorite comrade is that they said that this was pioneered 80 years ago by <laughs> German <laughs> scientists. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which I heard that like I was already like. Set up to be skeptical of it, but I heard that bit and I'm like, nobody caught that. <laughs> it's yeah, it's Nazi blankets. Yeah, it's yeah. Nazi blankets. Uh, wanderer. wanderer, yes, Wanderer. Nazi love. Um, so almost to the pragmatist point about how you grew up with debate teams, and that's one of the things, um, like dealing with that. Like I grew up when you didn't trust Wikipedia. Like writing any paper, they're like, if you use an internet source, it better have edu behind it. Like. They, like, you couldn't cite any internet sources, like, when I was in high school, and then in college, they were very, like, peculiar about what you could use, so I'm like, I grew up not being able to trust the internet's information, so, Mm -hmm. like, if it doesn't Mm -hmm. come from a good, reputable, like, ORG or, like, EDU, I'm not listening to it. Well, I I grew up in the era of the internet, uh, the internet where men are men, women are men, and children are FBI agents. Yes, absolutely. Like, that was, that's the that's <laughs> yeah. the internet I grew up on. Hi, I'm 15. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Pragmatist. Well, before we go completely away from local news services, I I just wanted to point out that you know Sinclair Broadcasting yeah has gone. I, I don't know how many local stations they bought up, especially in the southeast. So I mean that's. That's worse than Fox, and they make all of the anchors who work for their Sinclair stations have to take this kind of oath that they will only cover the topics that are approved from above, and they won't allow certain topics to be discussed. And that kind of suppression, you know, especially if you're getting your news from a local news station, mm-hmm. you, you know, that's really frightening to me. Well, and according, according, local, go ahead, Stone. I was gonna say when you said local news station. In my mind, I was like, does that even exist anymore? You know, just right. everyone's being, everything's being consolidated. So like right. even I watch, I watch new, I get my news from Newsy and One News Nation. Because um, right now, publicly, their whole statement is that they are independent news sources. And they just speak the facts. But I'm just waiting for that to change. Because NPR used to kind of be like that too. But now NPR is very left-leaning and, is, and very obviously left-leaning. Well, it, it seems left-leaning because it's truth-leaning. I I, I, I wanted to add one more thing. I I actually know a couple of the people who were in the John Oliver piece. Oh, cool. That are from Los Angeles. And I pointed out to them that they were allowed on this multinational platform 
to say their website link, yep, yep, the name of their product, yep, and regardless of being of whether they're being, uh, you know, poo pooed by Oliver as as stupid and rip off and whatever, they got millions of dollars of free advertising, absolutely, from John Oliver, yep, and that I think I said you'll probably see a, a growth in sales as opposed to. Sure. Anything adverse. Well, I, I just wanted to touch <clears throat> on the, the local news thing one last time, especially in regards to Sinclair Media Group, Broadcast Group, Sinclair Broadcast Group. Uh, from 2019, the American Political Science Review study showed that stations owned by Sinclair reduced their coverage of local politics, increased national political coverage, and the ideological tone shifted solidly conservative or to the right. Yeah, what, what, but I think the most important thing about that is the lack of local news coverage, yeah. right? It, the, the most important thing about your local news channel is the fact that they actually do discuss things that are happening in your town. Uh, Fox will never do that. CNN will never do that. MSNBC will never do that. None of the national broadcast channels will ever cover local news unless you unless you live in Florida. Uh, <laughs> because there's always a citizen. Act. There's always something ha- on fire in Florida. Uh, but... But the, the most important thing that the Sinclair Broadcast Group does is they put everybody on the same beat, everyone marches to the same drum, and they make sure that people lose their local focus and they get, they get swallowed up in the national media machine. Uh, and that is scary. It's very scary. I, I, I think happens with a lot of local newspapers as well. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it's part of it is, is uh, it's, it's, the pro, it's the profit angle, right? Like, yeah. National news makes more money because it's more sensational. It, it seems to have a greater impact. Local news, uh, most people don't care about because a lot of people don't think anything happens in their local town. But if you ask the librarian, shit's always going down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's it's why. It, but uh, uh, I mean, look at a uh, Joel Greenberg, right? Yeah, uh, Is that his name? Yes, Joel Greenberg. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, local guy from uh, the, the, my, the librarian in Ice County. Uh, that has national significance. And I remember when he was deposed from office, I was like, oh, this, uh, what a clown. That's crazy. It's wild he got away with stealing $4 million, but that'll be the end of it. Two years later, it turns out he's involved in a sex trade scandal with a House of Representatives member. Yeah. Go figure. With a five head. <laughs> Matt Gates has a five head. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. May it's, that investigation yield great fruit. Oh, I'm so I'm hoping so much that. It'll well, happen. I mean, we know it will because of Greenberg's plea deal. Yeah, he went down from 36 counts to what seven? Seven. Yeah. So and and he openly accepted the count of sex trafficking, which yeah. tells you a lot. Yeah, if he openly accepted that. Yep, that's a lot of time. Right yeah. there. Well, it implies that there's a lot of connection he has with that charge. Yeah, and for that to stick to other people, he has to accept that charge. Yep. So, and it'll be interesting to see. And so, when we're here, we are sitting and talking about these things, and it drives me absolutely crazy that you know we talk about local news and we see that it's corruptible and corrupt. Mm-hmm. We talk about, you know, local politics and it's corruptible and it's corrupt and it goes, keeps, just keeps going up and keeps going up. But and the part I love about this right now, we're not talking about a crazy man with the nuclear codes right now. No, we are not. <laughs> we're not talking about this guy who he's, you know, if this was Memorial Day last year, uh, there would be a, a, a man with a, a, an orange complexion going golfing. 
Or staring into an eclipse of a sun. Yeah. Or staring at the sun's eclipse or, or you know. Injecting but, bleach. But or injecting bleach. I was last year this time. To yeah. that point, though, the, a lot of these little things yeah. are the mechanisms that led to yep. that nightmare manifesting. Yeah. And it dri- again, it drives me absolutely crazy to see how those people in the G, we're, they are the GQP. There's a GOP and there's a GQP. It's two separate parties now. Is it? And how there were 30... Paul, Paul Ryan's on the, on the move. There were 36 of them that voted in the House for a, uh, for a commission to yep. look into the insurrection of 1-6, of mm-hmm. January 6th. But then it gets to the Senate, and the Senate goes, no, you know, what we're going to do here is, uh, you know, we're going to filibuster this. And all you have to do is say you're going to filibuster it, and it's a filibuster. You know, we Stupid. need to get, we need to get as the, if the Canadian were here right now, he would say, let's get rid of the filibuster. He would. Uh, because angrily, angrily say that. And, and he's, words. and he's absolutely correct. This commission should be ramrodded through and it should be, dis- it should go through because, and here's the main reason there are so many members. And I saw a list of like seven members who gave tours the day before on the 5th mm-hmm. to their constituents that just so happened to have gotten arrested the next day, you know, well, after that next day, <laughs> you know, and, and it's, it's, it, and, and that, if it leads directly back to people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and, uh, Lauren Bright, Bo, Bobart, keep calling, <laughs> keep calling her Breitbart. Um, it's stuck. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's stuck. You know, and and Matt Gates and others. I mean, these are people that show basically showed insurrectionists around to say this is Nancy Pelosi's office. This is such and this Chuck Schumer's office. This this is where Bernie yeah. Sanders sits. Yeah. These are the people you want to target. So so here's here's, how here's to break the door down. And here's right. how to break the, the door down. Here, here's yep. what's most interesting about about the the proposal for this commission. Uh, it was going to be led by ten commissioners five Democrats and five Republicans. So the structure was already remarkably bipartisan. The Democrats created it in such a way as to give it the best possible opportunity to be passed by the Republicans, uh, to which the Republican leader, Mitch McConnell, Bitch McConnell, <laughs> Moscow Mitch, what are, many names, they're all applicable. I'm uh, from Kentucky. Uh, this is from the NPR article on it. Uh, McConnell <laughs> dismissed the proposal as a, quote, purely political exercise. Yeah, is that there was no no benefit? There was nothing that was right. Going to show uh, but that could could could. It's uh, it's been four months. There's no way we've lost that amount of perspective in four months. Yeah. I'm sorry, that is not purely political. People were trying to kill the vice president. Well, and and as as I I said this earlier today on Instagram, you know, it's it's really interesting how fast Blue Lives Matter disappeared. You know, when here are the Capitol Police. Many of men, there one, uh, several died. Mm-hmm. I mean, and hundreds were injured. I mean, there was yep. over a hundred injured. Yep. In this, in in this tourist, in this tourism, mm-hmm. according to the GOP. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. And and according to the according to that, you know, that tourism, people were injured, and suddenly no lives matter at that point. Nope. To these people, 
you know, and it, it just blows my mind how they backed so completely away after the pleadings in the house by a by several family members of the dead officers of the Capitol Police, yep. of the injured officers of the Capitol Police, and the pleadings of people who were there. And now we have senators and congressmen. Notice how I'm saying those is engendered. Right. I'm not. It's absolutely engendered. Uh, senators and congressmen who are going out and saying there was no insurrection. So th- there was no violence. There was, and, and people are believing it. So I compl- I actually disagree with the core aspect of your argument there, which is that they backtracked. <laughs> I don't think they ever backtracked. Oh. I think that they held steadfast <laughs> yeah. to the only thing that matters is political convenience. Mm. As long as this particular movement or concept pushes forward my ideals and allows me to behave in the way I wish, it's good. The moment that concept gets in the way of me behaving like a spoiled child, yeah. I don't like it anymore. So, so and the, the whole back the blue, the thin blue, you know, the blue lives matter and all of that was only in response to black lives matter. Yeah. That wasn't, that was not a thing until Black Lives Matter became a national movement, and then Back the Blue became a thing, a thin blue line became a thing, Blue Lives Matter became a thing, all as a response. I heard some voices. Who, who's got a voice on this one? Nah. <laughs> Nobody wants to touch it? Okay. No, it's, well, it's pretty in line. Like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> right, no, that's my point. That's exactly, they were behaving yeah. exactly the way we expected them to behave. But that's the horrible thing, and I think that's something we need to, st- it drives me out, again, something yeah. that drives me crazy, yeah. is that how can we accept this? This is I'm one not. of the reasons. That's the thing. I'm trying my hardest not to. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, but there's a difference between passively accepting a, a behavior yeah. and anticipating a behavior based on past performances, yeah. right? We knew for four years that the 45th administration was going to lead to some form of horrible incident. We, we were never sure what the incident was going to be or how it would manifest, but I said it here in the show multiple times. If the election in 2020 was close, we were going to have problems, and we did. Well, let's look at Arizona right now. Right. I mean, right. if you want to look at if you want to look at, at what has happened, we talked about this last week. But one of the main things that hap- that's happening in Arizona, in Maricopa County, is they're recounting all of those votes and all of those machines that are there right now are have to be thrown away. All of those ballots have been compromised. Everything that's there by the cyber ninjas who were hired by the Senate leader of the Republican Party in Arizona. You know, and all of that is, I mean, millions of dollars that the taxpayers are going to have to make up in order to have elections next in, in, 20, in 2022. All, yeah, yep. they're going to they're gonna have to pay a, a crap ton of money in order to solve this problem. And new, brand new conspiracy theories have been released. Like new new ones, new ones like uh, they the, the the ballots were shredded. The original ballots were sh- shredded and replaced. The shredded ballots were give were fed to chickens, and then the chickens were incinerated. Were incinerated. Right? Yes. Thanks. Yeah, comrade, that's the look everyone should have on their face when I make that yeah, statement. I heard, I heard that one. I like the bamboo. Looking for bamboo. <laughs> right, looking for bamboo in the paper. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I'm. I'm. I might be inclined to believe there might be some truth though in the chickens 
<laughs> Seriously, like my my fried chicken breast from Popeyes was really just dry. That's what makes the crunchy. Yeah, it's the crunchy coating. Something, yeah. Something's amok. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like the special ballot coating chicken. <laughs> oh, ballot chickens. Mm. <laughs> ballot fried chicken. Ballot fried chicken. Ballot, yeah, ballot fried chicken. Only in Arizona. We got enough the episode. Ballot fried chicken. Ballot fried chicken. Wanderer. Uh, so, one of the things that kind of gets to me about what the what GQP is doing with local government or states because this is like yeah the the Cheeto in charge is gone um, so all these little guys are trying to pick up his mantle and they're messing up the government they're costing so much money like even if I was a Republican like yeah you might want laws like this to pass but they're going about it so sloppily and these like bills are so like poorly written that everything's getting contested and the same like Arizona trying to to change the ballot so they're looking for issues with the machines and then they end up messing them up and costing the state money. Yeah. Because like, well no, that, I mean that's an excellent point because what they're doing is none none of this is meant to actually engender a change or concrete effect or conclusion. It's all theater. Yeah. I Every know, bit about it's putting on a, a show. Lot of money. Like, no, well, but conservatives don't they care that like the tax money? No, they no. Pay? no, no that's, <laughs> I like so, how the entire day is like no. So to my previous no. point, you right? They only care money. about spending if the Democrats are doing the spending. If the Republicans are in charge of spending, look at the last four years. Yeah, we spent seven trillion dollars on public health programs and and ta- and tax cuts. Yeah, right. But the moment Joe Biden, a Democrat, says we should do these things, no, we can't afford any of this. There's no way. Yeah. But we can afford a ten billion dollar check to Jeff Bezos because his space program sucks. Because his space program is broken. Yes. To the billionaire who's spending nine nine billion dollars on MGM. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stone. <laughs> so here's my question. And mm. on the first part, correct me if I'm wrong. So the whole QAnon, GQP thing, that pretty much really just got legs and caught fire yep. from, this, from the previous administration. Wrong or right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. absolutely correct. Absolutely. Right. This and this is where people don't understand me when I say this kind of stuff, when I try to see both sides. I get, I, the, where I give 45 credit, but it's not positive credit, but it's mm. credit nonetheless. Mm. <laughs> what is it about this man that has been able to, I won't be profane, but mind screw so many people into zombie land like this. Like, what is it about him? I actually know exactly what it is. Oh, please break it down to a brother. Can I, can I say white, white supremacy and racism? Can I well, say that? No. So that, okay, actually, yes, I'll get to that. So here's what it actually is, right? And, and we talked about this quite a lot. Donald J. Trump, the man, has no moral compass, has no compassion, has no conscience, has no personal values of any kind whatsoever. What he is is the utmost of... Never did. Never did. Uh, He is the utmost of toxic narcissist, and he feeds on feedback. So he puts things out into the world, and whatever gets a response, negative or positive, reaffirms his actions as as a thing he should keep doing. So what he did was he picked all of the things that made it the most people angry and kept shouting. The more people shouted, the more he did what he did. 
It was in positive and negative shouting because he got the right wing to get all up in arms about white supremacy and racism. And he got the left to be all mad about the fact that he was supporting white supremacy and racism. So everyone's shouting and we're all mad and he's the center of all of it. And that's what he needed. And he never took an actual stand no. on anything. If you look at what he, he said throughout his entire administration... It was whichever way the wind was blowing at that moment. Mm -hmm. He he went that way, and then when the wind started changing, he changed. He the man like is hat. about. He was about marketing. Yep. Not nothing yeah. else. Yeah. He's, he's the. Funny. He's, Go ahead, please. Go. I was just going to say he's the poor white man's idea of what a rich man is. That's and, been said repeatedly. Yeah. But it's but funny you say that. I was watching the Mike Tyson story um, knockout. Um, today, and you know, Trump was very heavily in that. Yep. You know, because a lot of yeah. vice presidents, casinos and stuff. And you know, I was telling someone, I was like, the problem was the the reason why no one had a problem with Trump in Vegas, in the boxing world, and things like that is because he was among his own kind. Yep. Correct. It's come back. The reason why he stood out so bad as a president because now he was outside of his culture. You know what I mean? And unfortunately. People just sucked up to that. I still just don't understand how so many people have scraped their knees over this guy. So, <laughs> so, no, so to it. that, to that, uh, and we've actually covered this uh, on the show in the past. Yeah. Sorry, there is yeah, sorry. no. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, there, there is uh, in game design, in yeah. game theory. There, and this is this is a QAnon aspect of your question. There's a concept called guided apophenia, yep. which I I've worked very hard to say correctly. Uh, basically. Apophenia is the tendency to perceive a meaningful connection or pattern between unrelated or random things. Long story short, the QAnon process or theory lets each individual draw connections between things that are obviously not connected, but if they can make some sort of an argument or a logical leap that justifies their connection... Uh, the Democrats clearly wanted the insurrection to occur on the 6th of January. That's why there were no police present at the Capitol building. Obviously, that's shit, but that's a QAnon theory. I've yeah. seen this theory purposely put forward by people on the Internet. It is a truly serious concept. Uh, all it requires is a little bit of input from people who are flawed in their delivery, on, who are intentionally flawed in their delivery, to let a number of individuals on the Internet draw some connections, and talk to other people in such a way as it creates a feedback loop, which leads into the, uh, the Facebook algorithm process that creates e echo chambers, which let you be confident in your bad logic and horrible conclusion drawing to feed it more into bigger groups that do more of the same thing. Uh, all of it is to say QAnon is a pile of cards with no faces and shapes and colors. There's nothing, literally just blank cards held together by somebody who thinks they know what's up and they tell their friends and their friends are building a completely different house of cards, but everyone's in the dark, so they all think it's the same. Yep. It's wild. And, and QAnon touched on many things, and I think, you know, still one of the big things that QAnon touched on is this fear of, you know, children being harmed, children being trafficked. And, yep. and that's a great thing to get people to rally behind. Yep. You know, and I think that that's one of the major things. Uh, librarian. Uh, see, I wish I had the article, but I read something earlier that was um, linking the satanic abuse um, um, moral panic of the 80s 
to what what QAnon is now. I, let me see if I can find it again. But that was something that was again started with the whole think of the children yeah. thing. Yeah, I think I saw, I think I read that too. Uh, yeah. I, f- I found an article in NPR from the 18th of May. <laughs> it's probably the one. Uh, something about Mary DeYoung, sociologists talking about QAnon. Yeah. And the Satanic Panic of the 80s. Yeah, yeah. that's probably yes, it. Yes, that's yeah. it. And so what ends up happening, and, and you know, this, the Satanic, yes, he has, he has, yes, you have the Google Foo, which is so funny because of the speed at which we can all find information. Right. Yeah. Drives me crazy as to people don't even try to find information. Oh yeah, gosh. no kidding. Yeah. I, 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 like I said earlier, even a guy who... I agree with fundamentally on so many levels, refuse to support his own claim yeah, with right. cited evidence. Yeah. And I, I don't understand why people don't do I, My own children will say, <laughs> Dad, how do I fix this? And I'll go, Google, Google. Here you go. Here's a link. Yeah. And it's like, you grew up with this. Yeah. This was, a, you know, the Internet's relatively new in my life. Yeah, but, but pragmatist, you and I and, and others who, you know, have grown up with the technology and have and are technology and advocates, <laughs> well, and we're advocates of technology, yeah. Yeah. we have no problem doing that. But there are people who are our contemporaries and folks who are within five years of each of us. In either direction. Yeah, that are like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm good with the amount of information that I have. And I'm no longer going to go forward with any more information. I'm good with what I know, mm-hmm. which then leads to all kinds of atrocities. Uh, librarian, you had your hand up. I was just about to say, my whole profession is how to get people to understand, to, you know, get to information and all that. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's frustrating sometimes because you can have answers in front of people. And if it doesn't fit with what they want to see, it's, it's really frustrating. Yeah. Uh, wonder. <laughs> well, this isn't a fair poll, though. He's got a book in front of him. Source. Yeah. This is my news source. The Economist. But that's it. Like, even me, like, I read books, but that's also, like, if I'm on my phone, chances are, like, if I'm on my phone for 10 minutes, I'm going to end up flipping to a news article because mm-hmm. Facebook's only got so much interesting stuff on it, and I go through all my apps. Yeah. Like, yeah that's or, like, that... my little app roulette. Like, I check the last thing, it's the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. It's the last thing I do before I go to sleep is yeah. read articles. Yeah. And so I feel like most people I know that read are pretty well informed about what's going on, where I know a lot of people that also don't read, but they'll listen to music or podcasts. But the podcast, you got to be tricky about. Um, but those people <laughs> are the ones that are just, in general, like, they're not. Well, guys, I'm an idiot, and you shouldn't listen to me. So, uh, yeah, just do whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever you feel is right. Okay, Joe Frogman. <laughs> Uh, podcasts they listen to aren't going to be news podcasts. Like it'll no. be yeah. a hobby they have, or exactly. Like games or movies, or, or all or, the D and D podcasts, or lots of murder. <laughs> uh, so uh, the stoic. Oh, well, I was just going to say, even um, to the point of the pragmatist and the wanderer. Yeah, I mean, even if you have the the Google search app, it, it just well doesn't really help because it it aggregates based on what you search for. So most of these articles that I get either have to do with data science and software engineering or college football. Yep. But right. I'm reading just the news and information, but it's just random things that are usually dealing with tech and well, tech and college football, because that's my 
to search for. But La- last week was no indication of that. Or was it two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago? Yeah. The la- your last time on the show was yeah. no indication of that at all. Correct. <laughs> uh, pra- uh, pragmatist. I we didn't record that to, uh, section. I wanted to glom on to what the comrade was talking about. This uh, this concept of this trying to the game video game thing where you're trying to. Guided apophenia. Totally yeah. unrelated. What was yeah. it called again? It's called guided apophenia. It's A P O P H E N I A. I did yeah, that without looking at it. Was, I, know, I had to correct Yeah, to what Stone was talking about, I saw this happen Close. Uh, as uh, the great orange one was was beginning <laughs> to run for office. I watched my Christian brothers and their families glom onto this guy yep. and project upon him in faith. You know, they threw a pattern up there and said, okay, he's a bad person, but God is using him (sighs) to get what we need. That is verbatim what my dad said. And and that's how they, they, I mean, my brothers are intelligent people. Right. They're high tech people. They're good people. But they're also fundamentalist Christians. So they already live with this cognitive dissonance in their head. So they were, they were easily led into this. And I... I mean, it, it ended up where I didn't speak to them much for the last four years because stoic. So, it, so, well, it was just, so hard. Oh. It was so hard to, to deal with. To piggyback on that concept, my, my dad, uh, gr- you know, grown up in, in uh, the Church of Christ, a Southern... Yeah, same brand. Non-denominational Christian, right. Uh, uh, industrial engineer, uh, when it comes to business and processes, straight up a genius, says, you know what? Yeah, he may he may be an asshole, but sometimes it takes an asshole to get things done. Mama. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stoic. Stoic thing. <laughs> it's you know the funny part is is that's probably going to get cut by Facebook. No, I doubt it. Yeah. I, I to 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 just to add on to what the pragmatist said about um, it, it's no different whether it's Christian saying, oh, well, God is doing this. There's no difference between that and an Islamic terrorist saying we have to kill these people because That's, these yeah. are the enemies of God. That's true. Yeah. And, and there's no, it's just interesting to me how in America, and this isn't to shame the nation of Islam, Muslims by any means, but it is to, to show that Christians are and can be in a lot of ways as bad as what Absolutely. We is extreme Islamic terrorism? Well, ex- it's not worse. Extremist but, religion manifestations are bad yeah. on every level. Regardless well, extremists, of the form of extremists of any type, well, yes, are but, bad. But it's very common yeah. that there's a lot of overlap between extremists and religion. Well, but you can't say again. You can't. Very common is it, what it I is said. common. Very but common. You can't. You can't. Yeah, it's a I'm broad saying, brush. I'm it's a broad brush. It is. Brush. Yeah. Well, you said anybody who wants to live with a land with the, with a yard is racist. So. <laughs> Let's talk about broad brushes. That that is true. Yeah, uh, that is true. <laughs> I think one of the reasons why I I vote purple is uh, I'm just so against generalism and generalizations for sure. And so you know, I myself I'm a believer, and whereas I'm the last person to think that God called Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, a deity. The whole thing is whether he did or not. I'll stand. I say, well, you got me on that one, God. (laughs) You know, you know, know, Stone, God works in mysterious ways. (laughs) Out of personal experiences, I have seen tragedies turn to triumph 
Yeah. And I think a lot of Christians, that's what they mean, because we still have to understand that we are still free moral agent. I know this isn't a religious talk, but I'm just to, to the pragmatist point. Yeah is we're still free moral agents. I mean, we're still, we do what we want to do. Right. We make the decisions we want to make. And my whole thing is, I actually wrote an article that got published on Medium, and it was called, you know, Trump, a blessing disguised as a curse. And the reason why I said that is he pulled the wool back. I mean, he pulled the hood off. Absolutely. Of, of all the stuff in this country. And I was like, so we've been given this amazing opportunity now to address with no, with no equivocation, with no qualms these problems now that have been placed before us under a spotlight on a silver platter right and i yep. was hoping we would not throw that op that opportunity we were given even though it was given to us in an ugly manner it was given to us because obama didn't do it nope. you no know, clinton nope. didn't do it nope. so bush didn't do it we have this amazing yep. opportunity here and then we come with black lives matter and now we're looking at we're literally seriously now looking at reforming policing good i mean i don't give him credit for it but if he wasn't a hole, he was. Yeah, these things would not be so forefront, right? And the problem yeah. is, is when you take that, the he he pulled that hood off and he handed it to some people and let them keep wearing it. Uh, <laughs> wander, wander. Good image. So one of the things I love about um, the other people I hang out, well, I do hang out with them, but my age is that a lot of times, like they're talking. And I'll be talking to a Republican. They're like, well, and you're like, corporate tax break, awful. And they're like, well, your liberal companies do it too. And I'm like, yeah, they're awful companies, aren't they? Yep. That's why I don't support them. Yep. It's like, yep. I don't, I'm not like, oh, yeah, if I, like, depending on the company's stance, I love them. And I'm like, at the end, I'm like, they're all awful corporations. Yeah. People are like, uh, the Wanderer, the company you work for is fantastic. And I'm like, yeah, as far as corporations go, and they're all evil, so. <laughs> <laughs> Tallest right, pygmy like, complex. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, they're, they're all bad, and we all know it. So, yep. like, you can't use businesses. And but but, but to your point, they're only bad because they're they're manipulating a broken system. Yeah. yeah. Right? If the system wasn't broken, they couldn't be bad because there'd be no profit in it. But it's not like. There's still a kind of stand up like as a progressive, like I'm not supporting those people either. It's the whataboutisms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the whataboutisms drive me yep. crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, ah, burn it to the ground. Eat the rich. Do whatever. <laughs> Deflecting. Deflecting. Yeah. Stoic, sir. Um, just to to go back to what the fellow traveler was saying about um, if it wasn't for the the SoFlo reject and the prisoner <laughs> of. <laughs> Damn it, I gotta think of something. Anyway. So reject. No, Cheeto and Chief. There you go. Um, yeah, I refuse to give to to, to 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 sort of posture that administration in the sense that, you know, uh oh, what what's what's up, comrade? No, no, no. I, I keep rolling. I just have an idea. He keeps rolling. It's fine. He's he's rolling around. He's fine. Don't Go mind ahead. me. Keep don't talking. mind him. Keep talking. Don't don't look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just refuse to look at the whole the Black Lives Matter, uh, the Me Too, Time's Up. I refuse to look at those those movements and the advocacies that, that came from that to say that those are, yes, they're good things that happened. But, but the crazy part is it got to that point because of the critical mass that, that was reached in this country. Yeah. So it was building already. And I don't I don't think it's I, I refuse to use the, the the orange administration to say that, well, if this hadn't have happened, we wouldn't have 
been able to do these things. First and foremost, these things shouldn't have been going on anyway. And I don't, I don't like, the, it's almost like if you hadn't have gotten shot and survived, they wouldn't have found the cancer in your mm-hmm, body. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, both suck. And I understand that, yes, the oncologist was able to make the diagnosis, which is better. I don't think either one is better. Because he was himself, as we just recently said, this is a guy that doesn't have any, does not have a moral compass. So his stance, his presence in the White House, he, his presence was not going to acknowledge the goings on. Mm-mm. It wasn't going to, he wasn't going to look at the, 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 the wage disparity between men and women, the policing in black communities, all of these things to be able to say, hey, this is this is an issue we need to work on. I understand that because of his presence, it it you know it it revealed a lot, but it's probably because you had someone so so terrible <laughs> that it just reached its critical mass, and yep. there was no way to unsee it. I mean, the first that's thing all we're saying though, but that's really all we're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Give him credit and saying that oh, thank God for Trump. No, but it's very much like the bullet example. I mean, yeah. whether you, it's a it's a perspective and perception thing. Sure. They right. both suck. But honestly, I would be grateful for getting shot if that's the reason why they found the cancer. Hmm. Yeah. I absolutely would be grateful for that bullet. You know what I mean? Because like you yeah. said, this crap has been going on forever. Hmm. Somebody had to be that one impetus to pull the trigger on the grenade to yeah. finally make it blow. Now, rather it was him, rather it be the next president, whoever it is, somebody still had to, or somebody or something, still had to be that impetus. It's not giving that impetus credit. It's not applauding that impetus. It's not giving them kudos. It that did raise it. It did raise it to a federal level, well, to a to a national level. So that that's exactly yeah. so yeah. that's the point I was gonna make actually was yeah. was uh <laughs> to, 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 to the wonder's credit, uh uh bringing up uh the the corporations taking advantage of a broken system and you know are they corrupt? Not necessarily. They're just making money where they're given an opportunity to make money. What we had was a paper-thin checks and balances system that has been so warped and twisted and broken that we were just waiting. Rather, there was simply a matter of time until we found a president willing to truly abuse this broken system of balances. And we finally got it. And what we got was a very rude awakening to the fact that our government is broken. It does not operate the way we expect it to. It does not operate the way it was designed to. And it has been so twisted and corrupted, we've completely lost all sense of how a a three-branch government should work in the first place. And... Black Lives Matter started during the Obama administration. And so that's <laughs> that's not a 45th administration issue. That's been an ongoing yeah, problem that still hasn't been addressed. Yeah. And the thing that really gets me about all of this is yes, it's broken. Yeah. And anybody who sits back and just looks at what happened, the events that occurred after the 2020 election, mm-hmm. and now you see our senators and Congress people sitting back and saying, oh, hey, uh, we don't know if we should look into that anymore, should be a major indication no kidding. of how broken it is. And on that, we're going to take our break because it's about the time. The librarian had her hand The librarian up. has her hand up, so let the libra- and the librarian nope. waves us off. The librarian <laughs> says, no, it's too loud. It's too we loud. need to shush. <laughs> there you go. The librarian waves us off. All right, so, uh, <laughs> so we're going to take our break. We'll be back in about 15 
You are listening to One Man Revolution with your host, the revolutionary. And the comrade. And the librarian. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. And the pragmatist. And the stoic. And stone step. There he is right there. Yep. Oh, I love having everybody here. So uh, we, we left off on a, on a great note. Where do we want to go from here? I really want to touch on Stone's, uh, you know, Stone's comments yes, uh, on Instagram because I think that you know one of the reasons why, uh, you know, why basically I you know this show kind of exists is because I see, but all the sides of the political spectrum, and I understand that we need to one hundred percent. Uh, you know, criticize everyone. So mm-hmm. it's not just 45. So let's talk about what's happening next. Uh, credit to Sideward Brewing. Their cans are very full. Yeah, this one's hard to open, too. This is the uh, Sprezzatura uh, Italian Pilsner from Arches Brewing in Atlanta. Do you see the meniscus sure, on sir. that? Oh, yeah, it's right up to the top. It's at the top. It is at the I top. I have the Sideward Brewing brace face. Drink local. Which is a kiwi strawberry guava Berliner Berliner Weiss. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It doesn't sound like it should work, but it does. Do you still have a cherry pie over there, sir? I do. (laughs) Oh, watermelon cherry pie. No, that's (laughs) it. Well, and I would like to point out, sweet cherry pie. I am not now, and I once was a Democrat. (laughs) But I am not a Democrat now. Nope. Because... I disagree with the Democrats on so many issues. Indeed. Uh, 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 Librarian, are you still drinking uh, the cola and whiskey? Yes, because I I was telling the wanderer during the break, I need to drink all of my liquor so I don't have to move it. That's That's always a good good, motivation. uh, Good point. Uh, Did you get the step stool or are we just sticking with what's in reach? We're sticking with what's in reach. They keep the top shelf liquor away from the wives because they don't want them drinking them when we're gone. My problem is the wife is taller than me. Yeah, that's true. Your wife is taller. Than <laughs> yeah. yeah, the wife. Did you say the wife? Uh, yeah, not, not not there, but you know, no, not there yet. The All joke. Right, the so joke stands. It's the joke. Clement uh, <laughs> is very much taller than I am, but he's not here. Yeah. Uh, Stoic. Uh, what do you ha- What are you drinking tonight? Because uh, we always laugh about the fact that. Uh, there's always something interesting in your cup. In a very large mason jar, always. Yes. Well, it's a, it's a very large... Um, <laughs> Taco Bell cup. That's <laughs> <At> Starbucks. <laughs> oh, is it Starbucks? Oh, I can't tell from here. It's, it's empty, um, though. Yeah, it was seltzer. There it is. Uh, hey. I don't yeah. have anything. And Mr. Stafford, sir, you still, uh, you still on the, uh, the simple in... Uh... No, so <laughs> I was wondering why I was getting so hot, hot and I thought it was the uh, 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 alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I went down and my my lines are frozen on my AC. Oh no! So I was like, no more alcohol for me because I I I get hot. Yeah, so, fair. Yeah. H two O. There it is. Good old hot Lana is hot tonight. There it is, right there. Man, it's so weird. I think the clouds were uh, were directly over the bunker and just dumped all of the water here. So it's always well, good. That's, that's New York right now. I mean, yeah. it's going to rain all weekend. Mm-hmm. Same. Yep, yep, yep. Well, we're gonna have a nice, a nice wet weekend here too. All right, so sunny. <laughs> oh, oh, wonderful. So, uh, so as we were saying, Stone, you know, one of the questions that you posed on your uh, on your Instagram was about 
you know, the things that that the president currently, President Joe Biden, uh, is not doing well. You know, and what would you what would you say besides the things that I said? I th- I disagree with him on Israel. I disagree with some of the uh, some of the infrastructure stuff that he was pushing forward because it was it, it was nearly impossible to get the Republicans to understand what he was talking about. Uh, needing charging stations, needing uh, needing Wi-Fi across the country, high-speed internet across the country, and other things that they just don't get because they do not want an informed populace and informed voting public. So to give people internet would be horrible. Uh, and another thing that I'm, I disagree with him on is, of course, he campaigned on uh, on getting rid of student debt, mm. and he has walked so far away from it, it's a dot on the horizon. So those are the things that I'm upset with. What are, what are some of your views that you were that, that you were upset with them on? Um, so the fire starters that I thought were well, one, I specifically remember this guy saying, "If you don't vote for me, you're not black." Oh, there it is. Um, yep. He did say, "You ain't black." We need to get the, uh, the ebonically correct. Ebonically, ebonically correct. You have to because he's speaking to a specific demographic, and well, it's appropriate. you got a code switch. Just ask <laughs> Hillary. I got. I, hold on, hold on. Let me get my uh, let me get my hot sauce out of my purse. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if someone says anything about chicken or watermelon, I'm out of here. <laughs> no, we already made our chicken jokes. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, that was in the first half. My thing is, he made, he made it such... And look, look, we're not idiots. You know, obviously, yeah. we knew he was pandering and he needed a black vote, so no one's dumb. But, I mean, first of all, I'm, not, I'm, I'm against, you know, xenophobia, any kind of phobia, hatred against anyone whatever it's just for who they are whatever but you know minorities have always got a bum rap in this country right no kidding more than others but like you know ever since this corona hit and then you know asians there was a there's a spike against you know anti-asian and in a year we have legislation (laughs) i'm like can we go back 400 Mm. (laughs) I mean, what is it? I mean, what in the world is it going to take? Like, but that, I mean, that, but not 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 to not to call you out here, but but like the legislation oh, that yeah, we have. Go, no, no, no. It, it's it's more that the legislation that we have is words and nothing else, right? It's the it's the same kind of legislation that we get on a state level, where it's like you know, the the house agrees to condemn X action, and that's it. Like like there's nothing there's nothing that it actually does it's just a pretty painting that we get to hang up in the hall as people come through the foyer it's it's it is it's it is the worst form of of government by committee it is it is words with no teeth with no purpose with no conclusion it's just that so yes we have anti-american anti-asian hate legislation but it means nothing and i would rather have no legislation than worthless legislation that they get to now point at and say, well, we did something about it. Hold on, my guy. Uh, the librarian. <laughs> so, so just for background for folks that don't know, the librarian is Native American. So go ahead. Go ahead. You make it happen. 
So an example of the government is coming out saying, it's like, yeah, sure, we'll get rid of Columbus Day, but we won't stop this pipeline going through your lands. Boom. <laughs> there it is. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But uh, And sometimes, though, it's even just the gesture. It's kind of a smack in the face. In the Fair. Point. You know, it's like <laughs> we have been asking and asking and asking. And not just we as in black folks. I mean, Native Americans. I mean, Asians. Especially and- Natives. My God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, it's so funny. That way, I'll go into that. So, <laughs> we have all this. And then also, again, that to me, that was just it was just insulting. And mm-hmm. I agree. I do agree with you where, comrade, where I would have said I'd rather you have just done no legislation. Yeah. Right. And one legislation you're not going to back up. And two legislation. Like, yeah, we know you guys have been asking for this forever, but right now this is what we're dealing with. And yep. So that was that's the first thing that really so, tricked me. So since we're on that vein, can I uh, to, to the panel, it, what kind of a legislation would make you feel better from the federal government in that in, in that regard? Here's the deal. It's almost both to what you said. It's not so much that. Well, one, get rid of the freaking 13th Amendment. So I won't even start there. <laughs> But after that, it's about enacting upon the legislation that you have. Okay. So I do agree with you on that. Okay. I mean, and it's so, the thing is, it's so blatantly not acted upon, is, is my yeah. point. Like, yeah, fair. It's just ridiculous. Yep. So, so that, I don't agree with that. And these are my opinions. So I won't say that what Biden is doing bad. This is just what I don't agree with. Um, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with the whole Mexico City policy because I'm a pro lifer, quite frankly. Uh, with some exceptions, mm. don't get me wrong. Mm. I do have some exceptions, but over- what, would that exception be rape, incest? Oh, absolutely, incest. I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. All right, um, I'm not a big proponent of you got drunk and got pregnant and then you went, "Oops, I made a mistake." Like, honestly, I'll punch you in the face. But <laughs> my whole thing is, we have enough issues here again in our own country, even with that specific is issue. So right. how are we funding international? international companies for that like that makes no sense to me well we give we give billions of dollars to israel we give billions of dollars to foreign countries all the time germany well, germany Korea. and others you know so uh, for them to for them to kill their own citizens so uh, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean i mean it's all gonna be whatever color brush you want to paint yeah yeah, yeah. Gover- government spending is such a rat's nest that yeah. we will never be able to come to any sort of a conclusion on a, on a on that topic just how can we get a half a billion dollars for my jewish space lasers stop <laughs> well that's all i want to know a, a little bit less <laughs> subsidies for coal ah oh, oh okay Done. thank you yeah good uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, stoic, so stoic you have had your hand up for a while i'm gonna go ahead and let you talk so this is not really off topic but it's kind of i just want to kind of ask as far as biden is concerned mm. i think we we can we there is an understanding that every single american president at least in the modern era mm. we all know they play the game they have to play the game whether right it's pandering whether that's coddling whatever right we know that Clinton did it, Bush did it, Obama did it. Um, well, I'd like to say that the orange nasty, to some degree, he, he did. did it he absolutely did. He did yeah. it. Well, we can Business. call him Orange Julius if you'd like to. Orange Ooh, Julius orange Caesar. Julius. There yeah, it is. The orange Julius. Yeah. We know that he did it. But it's like when he did it, it was almost like you're, you're not surprised. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Now, now we know that Biden is doing. My my question is why why are we coming down so hard on Biden when we know that this is just what leaders do? Why why are well, we holding hold. him to say to say that? And I mean, I understand it. if he said something, it's like you got to back it up. But it's like he's not the worst to have done this, nor is he 
doing anything that's out of the ordinary. Pragmatist. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say, I didn't expect that much out of Biden. Right. Yeah. Biden right. was, to me, the most centrist choice possible. And it was the one that we knew we could get across the finish line. Bingo. And, and that's all he was to me. Uh, he, he's always been, I was, I never agreed with him on the way he treated crime, uh, busing, integra- you know, integration. Uh, I mean, overall, I think he's a good moral human being, Yeah. but sure. I didn't expect much from him. So I'm not surprised. I am a little disappointed that we haven't got more voting legislation passed. I'm a little bit. Yeah. HB one, HB one is so important. It hasn't gotten there. Horrible yeah. school loans. But yeah. I, yeah, I'm not surprised. So, uh, yeah, everything the pragmatist has said, absolutely correct. I think the most important aspect of, of, of what's happening with the progressive slash liberal slash left perspective on Biden is it's a message to the Democratic Party. We got you in. You will step to our beat of the drum. If you do not, you will lose our support. Now, now we fully recognize the danger of not supporting the Democrats is to give the GOP control. And, and it's, it is a very bitter pill that we have to swallow. But it's much easier to hold a Democrat accountable than it is to hold a Republican accountable. Sure. And, and, and uh, on top of all the issues that we have with, with President Biden... I have a lot of issues with uh, VP Harris and all of her past policies as a, as a as a DA in California. There's a lot of problems there, sure. but I would still much rather have what we have now than what yeah. we had six months ago. No question. Uh, uh, Stone. Yeah, and that's the whole thing with it. I, I don't think anyone is necessarily up and just you know losing their inner fluids because you know, I mean <laughs> honestly at the end of the, it and it's almost like the Clinton Trump, Trump thing like unfortunately we kept we keep being forced into a situation where we have to vote against as opposed to vote exactly for. exactly yeah, we've got to get past that yep. you know um so but the third thing that Dan was talking about on my post is is it title nine or whatever but the yeah. the ambiguity of that legislation to me is is a farce and quite frankly, I feel so bad. I know of two young girls in high school who, who went to a high school down here who lost out on medals in the championship because of two trans that competed and won. And I think that is absolutely unacceptable. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not going to tell people what their truth is. Not That's your business. It's not mine. And I love you regardless because you're a human being. But the bottom line is when you get to stuff like that, now we're being ridiculous. Like now we're getting into science. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Then like right. the NCAA and pro levels is different because you, sure. you have to test for a certain level of testosterone and your hormones have to be at a, below a certain number. Now we're leveling the playing field. But just because you're a dude, you'd be like, hey, I want to be a girl today or whatever. And now you want to enter the girls track meet and blow everyone a freaking way. And they should lose their championship over that. And that's because the legislation isn't specific enough. That is such bull. Like, that pisses me off. It yep. pisses me off. Library. something I can't mention around <laughs> any of my liberal friends. Holds. And yeah. I, I also have a, a gay, maybe fluid, maybe trans child. And um, I still can't see how it's fair for that kind of competition to be there. And it... it and I, I agree with you, but I, it's something I don't post or talk about. But 
Mm. I question that logic myself. I see where you're coming from. Librarian. <laughs> Your face says it all. <laughs> Your face completely says it all. You want to jump in, but you haven't said a word about it. No, because I don't know how to formulate what I want to say, because it is a very mixed issue, and there's, no, it's, there's a lot of different lines. Um, I would say that the thing that's really frustrating for like the people that lose their you know scholarships in the, because they weren't the first, well, maybe they should open up the scholarships to be more than just the first person. Like, why is it the only scholarship that this, this woman can get is because it's a sports scholarship? Like, I think that there's more problems that could, you know, I don't know. I, I, I can't. <laughs> so, so Hold on. I got it. I got it. You got it? I got it. All right. Get Are you ready? It. I got it. So here's the thing. NCAA sports, all the way down to high school sports, junior high school sports. Why do we have men's and women's teams at all? But we don't. No, no, no. No, we, we don't. Do. No, we have sports and women's sports. That's you are correct. Why do we have sports and women's sports? Go out for the team, play on the team. There were people. So I was a male, male cheerleader, cheerleader in high school in the 80s. I will straight up say that every single time. Think about what you want to think. It's perfectly fine. Straight white male, cis white male. I'm in my 50s. All right. I was I was a cheerleader. A boss. <laughs> he loved the spandex. I no, it wasn't spandex, <laughs> sir. Sir. <laughs> I had to bring my own uniform because we did not have uniforms for men in my county at the time. So I had to make my own uniform. Thank you. Otherwise, I would have had to wear the skirt. So there you go. That would not have been a bad option. It would have been good. Yeah, I would have done it. I would have worn it. Those hamstrings, though. Hey, I have great legs. But the point is, is that it drives me absolutely crazy when it's like, oh, well, you know, sports have to have gender. They don't. And the thing is, if we all compete and just compete, you will men will find out that women are better at endurance sports than they are. Now, if I may. Uh, and I, so Stone, I see your hand. We'll get to you in a second. Yeah. I feel yeah. like a, a more fair way to break up sports is by weight. Yes, absolutely. Because, like, if you look at MMA, yeah. they have weight categories for a reason. Yep. Uh, the what the the one fifty under uh, featherweight category, he may be the epitome of pure muscle and agility, but he will not win in a fight against a guy who weighs three hundred pounds. No, I don't care. Physics says otherwise. Yeah. So if 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 we want to go, you know, you know, full title nine to the wall, we don't have sports and women's sports. We have 250 plus sports and and 150 to 200 sports, et cetera. And that creates a level of balance that ignores gender or or positions on the field that say, well, look, you know, you're you you can't be over X under X amount of weight to be on position. But that's already that's basically already true with with American football. Yeah. And and that's the only sport. Maybe American basketball. But those two, that's about it. Stone. Stone. But scientifically and biologically, it just it cannot be that simple. Why? You're going to have exceptions. But even scientifically, why do you not think there are more women that dunk? Quite literally, the women have, by nature, a lower sense of gra- center of gravity than men do. And, and what I learned in college football. Bobby, Stati- wait, wait, wait. Statistically or biologically? No, scientists, whatever you want to do, biologically. Well, well they're different. <laughs> okay, so, so, no, no. So, so the reason I ask it that way, right? has shown that biologically. How about that? Okay, well, so put it to you this way. If the average woman is shorter than the average man, 
you absolutely have to give them a lower no, center of gravity. <laughs> That's just Spud how it Webb. works. They did this study with Spud Webb. That's the only reason why I know this. Oh, okay. Spud Webb, five six. Uh huh. And another woman, five seven, five eight, still couldn't get the height that he get, and they they broke the whole center of gravity but, thing down. But that's not center of gravity; that's muscle mass. Well, it that's depends. Jump, well, that's jumping ability. Let, let's put it this way. Yeah, let, yeah. Let, yeah. Yeah, but uh, look into it. But, but look into it, and then prove me okay, wrong. Okay, fair. Like, fair I'm always fair. open to be educated. There it is. Uh, and then when I went to college. I learned about fast twitch fibers. It's the first time I yes. ever heard about that. Mm-hmm. And fast twitch muscle fibers are different in men's body and women's bodies. And, and, they, and they, have, they can go on and on and on, but there are biological uh, hold, hold on, Jimmy the Greek. Give me a second here. Uh, well, the librarian, <laughs> um, <laughs> the librarian yeah, I, But, I, but I, u- I used that one on purpose. Uh, hang on, Jimmy the Greek, because Jimmy the Greek got fired for basically saying that, that, that certain bodies were different than other bodies. You know, so the idea here is, is, you know, women actually, you know, have a higher pain threshold. Women have a high, you know, they they have a longer endurance. Women have, I mean, there's a lot of things they have. And so maybe the study wasn't done on the right athletes. Maybe it was done. And I hate, again, I hate to say it this way. Maybe it was done to prove that men were better in sports than women were on purpose. And right, but you have to go by because like pain threshold has nothing really to do too much with basketball as it does with MMA. Yeah. So you have to you still have Fair. to be very specific. You can't just go across the board and say, hey, let's just let a 200 pound woman compete with a 200 pound man weight class. It's not the same. I would love I would love to see that happen, by the know, way. Right? Um, so yeah. Yeah, like I said, we probably won't I'm get to a right or wrong thing on this because I'm really not library. trying to give my opinion on it. Hmm? But Stop. at the end of the day, if you know, if you have a male who is obviously faster, stronger than a female, he should not compete in the same sport, in the same competitive sport. Because cheerleading, I know you have competitions, but in and of itself, is not a competitive sport. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh. Well, uh, stoic. a hot take. Uh, stoic. <laughs> stoic. Uh, stoic. You're not listening. I uh, stoic. I hear you. No, I hear, I hear the words coming out of your mouth. Stoic. Uh, we're, we're just going to go to stoic. We're You're just good. going to stoic. You're good. You're good. We're going to stoic. <laughs> yeah. And I have nothing against male cheerleaders, by the way. <laughs> they look great in skirts. Stoic. <laughs> so so I, I definitely see I definitely see what the fellow traveler um the point he's making where he's getting it but um i don't know about the duncan thing i mean i i i've seen you know i didn't know that lower center of gravity higher center. i don't i don't know anything about that but i will say this to it's you, it's about it's about boobs stoic <laughs> it's about boobs Wait, what? Like, yeah. it's, this is where your center of gravity is that makes sense that makes sense uh um but I will say this. I think there, 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 there are pros and cons. I think that there absolutely are advantages that women have with physical. I mean, when it comes to physical nature, it's <laughs> just you could make the argument that women actually have an advantage over men with their natural flexibility in terms of doing certain things. Um, even, even with that being said, I don't know what the injury ratio would look like if a woman, if women played football at the same intensity that men did would they would there be less hamstring injuries less groin injuries would there be less would that would that be if we're talking a biological physical investment if i'm a gm of a team i know that this guy's probably going to get injured more than if it was even possible we know it's not but would they be better investments because i know that their body can take more of a beating and so 
their their longevity in the sport. If the average NFL career is three, four, five years for a guy, then a woman. I'm just and again, this is all hypothetical, but um, I don't. I'm just seeing it from. I see both, but I also see the the fellow travelers point where it's like, let's say a 130 pound guy and a 130 pound woman are two completely different. I mean, I'm 263, and I don't I don't have a lot of mass on me, but I don't need that much to to weigh this much. So. Versus a 200 pound woman, it's like, and we also, and another thing that we didn't really talk about even is the power in and of itself. So going back to the point of the 130 pound guy, if he's a boxer or an MMA fighter, he could probably whip me up and down the street, even with a 70 pound difference, because he knows how to use the muscle that he has. He knows how to do those things. Even a 100 pound woman. If she boxes and she knows how to hit a target, she could probably knock me out. I mean, that's just mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, human to mm-hmm. human. It doesn't really matter if you know how to use the tools at your disposal. So I, I'm going to go to the librarian, but I want to say this really quick. If women were allowed throughout their life lifespans to play whatever sport they wanted to at a competitive level with everybody else, with regardless of gender, I guarantee you there would be competition. How? So, okay. There would be on. competition. Now I'm going to go to librarian. 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 <laughs> I'm going to librarian. librarian. I have formulated it now. But uh-huh. sports, sports have never been about fairness. Boom. Competition. competition has nothing to do with equality. So why are we hanging the whole balance of gender equality on a thing that's inherently not equal? It's that's the point. But that's that the point. So why have a Title IX in the first place? Oh, mm. no, 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 no. Actually... <laughs> No, no, that's that's an interesting leap of logic. Uh, so, but 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 to the point of of competition, right? Uh, I I all, I I think there is, and, and all and all of this comes back to I think societal pressures. Boys are raised to want to compete in sports. Incorrect. Well, well, it, it, it's. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't no, either. Fair. I, I, I think. I think a lot. I think a lot of a lot of a lot of boys are. I think they're. It's especially considering that all of the professional sports that get all of the attention on television are generally men's sports or sports dominated by men. Uh, that we grow up idolizing these people. Look at that incredible thing that everybody's cheering for and yelling for, and that one guy did one thing, and ninety thousand people in one room are screaming. Who doesn't want that? Uh, right? You're talking about all porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but that's even that's even less ge- genetically fair <laughs> than the NFL. <laughs> I, I know. I'm sorry. I apologize, comrade. You're right. It is unfair. Uh, it is unfair. Um, I'll never make porn. It's fine. <laughs> Ah, uh, 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 stoic. Since you're so patient, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I broke him with porn. <laughs> I was trying to formulate a thought, and you were like, "No." <laughs> so I, I actually, what the comrade said, uh, made me think of something. And I'll say this: between sports, there are certain sports that. Well, actually, two things I want to say. I want to go back to what the fellow traveler and the librarian what they kind of hit on a little bit. I want to elaborate on that. And then the second thing is what the comrade was saying about um, men and women's sports. There's only a handful of women's sports that I think are just better than men's sports. And it has nothing to do with 
I just want to see women in less clothes or oh, whatever. Uh, it's just yikes. better. Than Beach volleyball. Sorry, go ahead, continue no, on. Football. <laughs> so one is tennis. One is to tennis can go either way. I I, I can watch. So do potatoes and, and women. Both of them. It's really high intensity. It's really there's to me. There's no there's no difference in the intensity and the in the competitiveness of either one. Um, I can watch tennis, gymnastics. I actually prefer. And again, gymnastics. Women gymnastics. They kick ass on the 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 floor, everything. the bars, the horse, everything. They kill it. It's awesome to watch. Just to see a human body be able to do the the acrobatics and the agility, and just it's just awesome to see. And it's so, not wait. Cool to, to be clear, we're not talking about porn, right? You got me. No. <laughs> 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 no Get, getting um, getting back to pornography. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back to pornography. Yeah. But to that, that's the first thing I want to say. Um, but just to, to, to kind of finish saying what I was going to say is that it's ju- I just rather would see men, certain sports. And then there's a second part of that. The men. Yeah, I want to see guys play football. Mm. It's just it's just more it's more exciting. Mm. I would rather see dudes play basketball. I've had I know a friend of mine who played in the WNBA and she was like, yeah, I'd rather watch men play basketball. It's mm. just more interesting. It's more exciting to watch and when it comes to most men's well, now soccer. I think soccer is one of those sports where it can also go either way, men or women. I don't pay too much attention, except unless it's the World Cup, in which case I keep up with both um, the scores anyway. But at the end of the day, yeah, I would rather just see guys do do that thing unless it's the sports that I mentioned. So do with that. What was that? I was just going to say, do you think a, a female soccer player can fake an injury as well as a... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... They have a higher pain tolerance. That's right, higher pain tolerance. I was going to say, women's yeah. women's football players are generally much tougher than was, men's football players. I was it's married really to one. frustrating. I was married to one. That woman could take a punch, let me tell you. Yikes. Oh, God. Oh wait! Oh, hold on! Oh, no. Wait, wait! Oh, that was a different. Speaking of equality, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll edit that out later. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish on this last point here, and then I'll let uh, and I want to, to hear what the fellow travel has to say. There it is. Um, but but with that being said, I, I think it's it's gonna tie into to what I to to what the comrade was saying about men are brought up. I will make this argument. I would argue. This is just my own opinion. This is just how take it or leave it. I I love the hedging. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely believe that men and women are absolutely wired differently in a sense when it comes to competitiveness, when it comes to testosterone driven um, activities. Hmm. So that's, that's part of the reason why it's like, I was not, no, no one in my family is, is, is an athletic. They're just not, but I love playing sports. I thought I was, I can hold my own on the basketball court right now. You, you are coffee. built to play sports just so you understand that, right? Like if, well, if you, you put, if you put argument. muscle, no, no, but if you put muscle on, you're tall enough to be competitive in any um, sport. Ca- ca- calm, calm down, Jimmy, the Greek. <laughs> All right, continue on. I'm actually making that a title now. That's a, All right. Yeah. So my, my, my dad is 6'4", my brother is 6'3". And right. when I tell you these are arguably the most unathletic <laughs> black men probably in the state of Alabama, <laughs> I'm not lying to you. They're, they just, they're, I mean, that's fine. They're, they're both engineers. They're both, you know. Cool. They, they have the, every guy has an avenue, but sports is just not theirs. And that's right. fine. I love sports. I love being active as a kid. The point I'm trying to make is that no one pushed me. No one, you know, surrounded me by football or baseball or tennis or sport. I just I like to do that. So that's yeah. one thing I want to say. And so to I, I do believe that we are wired differently. So mm. even just 